Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sanapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink, maybe even a snack, and we'll get started. Today, I have toasted coconut almond bark black tea, one of my faves, super light and really like almost like a dessert tea. It's so wonderful. And because my daughter had some friends over and I bought a ton of fruit, I have extra bananas. So banana bread, here we are. Because when life gives you extra bananas, you make banana bread. So let's get real. This year, I made a goal to go through the entire Bible. Now I know that it's not that much. In fact, when you go and like time it out. It is about 75 hours to get through the entire Bible. That is all. That's really about five minutes a day is what they say, listening to the Bible. That kind of blew my mind. Now it takes longer to read it, at least in my opinion, because I get sidetracked. Um, <laughs> and I don't read as fast as they do on the Bible apps. I'm just not that good. And I love that I can pick a version that I've never listened to before or read because I'm an NIV girl. In fact, before my husband and I got married, I was a New King James. Like, I still love my New King James Bible. It is so interesting because it's a language that we just don't hear much anymore. And so I love my <laughs> my New King James Bible. But when we got married, my husband gave me an NIV. And so I have my NIV that is highlighted and marked up and well loved. But this year I'm listening to the New Living Translation. Now, good or bad, that's what I'm listening to. And I'm absolutely loving it because I'm like, there are things here that I know were not here before. Like they've just been snuck in somehow. And when you're listening through the Bible, it has been such a fun adventure for me. You know, some days it's a chapter and that's all the time I have. Or honestly, sometimes even all the emotional bandwidth I have that I'm like, I just do not have the ability to soak in more than a chapter. And that's okay. We've talked about that before, that with your devotional life, you need to really make sure that you can be flexible. And then there are other days that I'm like, I can't stop listening to this. This is what I'm going to listen to today <laughs> instead of anything else. Because it is just I'm so engaged, like what's about to happen next? Not that I don't know, but it's so interesting to me. So I've just finished the Gospels. So I've gone from Genesis to the end of the Gospels. And something really struck me today that, of course, I've read and I've heard sermons on. And, you know, when you've grown up in church, I actually am at the church that I was at when I was two years old until I married Kevin. So I, it is my home church. It is one of my favorite places to be. I have seen it grow. I have seen the good, the bad. Well, there hasn't been a lot of bad, but really great things, great pastors. And I absolutely love my church. I am so fortunate. But one of the things that happens when you grow up in church is sometimes stories, you just know the end, right? Like it's not that interesting. You've heard it before. Yesterday, um, our pastor spoke on the Ten Commandments and I was kind of like, okay, I do know these by heart. I remember memorizing those in Missionettes when I was in second grade and getting my little stickers. I do remember that. 
So I was kind of like, oh, but he did have some really great points and it was really interesting. But you can tune out sometimes because you've heard it so often. And today I was listening to the end of John and it is so detailed when it comes to the death and resurrection of Christ. It is just, it's really intriguing to me. And so I was just listening and just kind of enwrapped in what was going on. And something stuck out to me that I've heard probably half a dozen to a dozen sermons on. And it was John talking about the disciple that Jesus loved. And of course, he's referring to himself, right? (laughs) Which I just kind of think is hilarious. Obviously, I just think it's super funny. And that he talks about him and Peter running to the tomb and that he won. You know, they ran in a foot race and the disciple that Jesus loved got there first and won the race. You know, just those kind of pieces are so, give you such a glimpse of his personality. And I just love that. But what I have been kind of mulling over is the disciple that Jesus loved. And I was like, okay, so what would my title have been? You know, it talks about the nickname. This is the twin. Peter becomes Peter. You know, everybody kind of has their role in his group. He has 12 main people and then a bunch of others on the outside. And they all have a unique personality and a uniqueness to who they are to Jesus. And for me, I was like, oh, man, who would have I been? And then I was like, God's like, uh, no, no, you're you're following now. So who are you? Who are you in my eyes? And I had a little bit of a moment like, Lord, am I the disappointment? Am I the continually procrastinating and eventually I get on board? Am I the one that continually has to learn the same lesson over and over and over again? Like, what is my relationship and what would you have a nickname for me? And of course, I go to all the negative sides, right? Like that is unfortunately my tendency and I really try not to have that happen. But it is my tendency to be like, I'm sure God's disappointed. And, you know, because look at A, B and C, that kind of proves this. And here's something I struggle with. And, you know, I don't have everything together. This podcast isn't maybe as successful as God wants it to be because I don't maybe do as I don't know. You know, you just you go through these things. And God whispered, to me something that was interesting to well I don't know he said you can be what you want to be in my eyes and I was like what (laughs) and it really was kind of one of those moments that I was like It is all about what I put into this relationship. You know, you when you are a mom, you put in a lot of effort into being a mom. Yes, you're a mom. The minute you give birth to someone or you adopt someone, you are a mom. But there is a certain amount of work that goes into being a mama, right? There's a certain amount of work that goes into being 
um, a wife. There is a certain amount of work that goes into being a friend or a coworker. There is something you put into that relationship. To be a confidant is not something that you just become. Like I just don't talk to someone and they become my confidant, right? I have to work towards that. And so I was challenged by the disciple that Jesus loved because John worked his way into that. It wasn't that he probably he was a great guy, right? And there are probably his flaws and things he did wrong. But Jesus loved him because of who he was and what he did in their relationship. And so it was just kind of a challenge to me. And whether it's theologically correct or not, you know, I've heard many times that we're all his favorites, which I hear if you have multiple children, it could be true. I don't know. I have one and she is my favorite. So it works. I don't really know what it's like to have multiple children. So I don't really understand that concept. But I do know that my relationship with God and Jesus is determined on how much effort I put into it. And if I am someone that is just always needing from them, there are seasons that that's what's going on. And then there's other seasons that I'm like, Lord, I am giving you the glory for what's going on in my life right now. I am giving you full control over where I step and what I do and how we spend our money and who I talk to and those kind of pieces. And I can be, have the kind of relationship with God that I put into it. I can become one of his favorites and be the one that he loves. I can be the one that he laughs with, that he (laughs) uses creatively. I can be anything that I allow God to do in my life. I can be that in his name. And I just think that that's so interesting and intriguing. And I hope that that's challenging to you. That maybe you have been something in your own mind with the Lord and that it's always I'm the one he's helping with this or I'm the one that, you know, like I would have all my negatives. And the Lord wants to redefine that for you. The Lord wants to be like, hey, I want to redefine our relationship. And I want you to be the one that laughs with me. I want you to be the one that is listening to my creative plans and trying new things. I want you to be the one that is bold and sharing the gospel with others. You fill in those blanks. You know what kind of relationship you would like with the Lord. And so I'm going to spend some time this week just seeking that and seeing what God has for me to redefine my relationship with him. Maybe I'm not going to be the one, the disciple that Jesus loved, but I might be the disciple that Jesus trusted because I am constantly making sure that he knows what I'm doing, right? (laughs) because otherwise it's going to be a mess. Well, that is all I have for you this week. I pray that as you continue in your relationship with Jesus, that you will redefine it, that you will see that God has newer, new things for you, that yesterday you were one thing and the Lord wants something new from you. And it's an exciting adventure that we always get to go on. And that's what I love. Well, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram, Facebook, and Be Real. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. I just want to encourage you wherever you're listening to this podcast to go and rate it. If you would, share it and just um, 
get the word out there. And I just really appreciate you listening and being part of this journey that I'm walking down, whether it's good or not. (laughs) I really appreciate you. You all have a blessed week as we try to figure out who we are in the Lord.